What is up? What is up? What is up, everyone, everyone, everyone? It is another day, another time, and another week for your favorite Monday night show. And I'm not talking about Monday night football. I am talking about your favorite show, my favorite show, which is Will Talk Monday. You all, I got my girl, Miss Daisy, up in the building. How are you doing, sis? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Daisy, as you clearly see, we ain't got nothing up our sleeve tonight. I see that. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Y'all was going to kill him last time. Yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. She I was. was. But I realized those 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 thoughts weren't safe thoughts, so I mm-hmm. can't. Yeah, she thought about it, though. She definitely thought about it. But um, we about to go in and kill this tonight. And uh, we're going to go into the theme song as the theme song is playing. I want you to like, say, tag. Tell everybody and tell somebody that your favorite Monday night show, We'll Talk Monday, is on. Let's go. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. And we are on YouTube. I finally figured out how to mute the Instagram to where it isn't playing while we are live. So let's go, y'all. Let's go. What is up? What is up? What is up? Everyone, everyone, everyone. It is another day, another time, and another week. We'll talk Monday. go to the Lord in prayer at this time. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for this day and another day's blessing. We thank you for all that you have done and all that you are continuing to do for us in our life. Why now, Lord, we'd ask that you bless us. So let something be said, let something be done that is pleasing in your sight. Let us be more of an example for you. Let uh, get Daisy and I out of the way so that your name gets a praise, your name gets an honor, and your name gets a glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, all right, all right. So, sis, why don't you tell them what our topic is tonight? I'll let you tell them. One of my favorite topics so far is, can I brag on God? Is that correct? Because I don't have the exact... Yep, yep. Okay, so that's how y'all know it's my favorite topic so far. Can we brag on God? James, put the thing in the comment for me, please. Yep, I got you. Category. Yep, I got you. So the categories that we're going to be talking about tonight are we're going to be bragging on him for the way that he's blessed us spiritually, opening doors for us, health, and connections. Mm-hmm. And, you know, f- for anyone that's watching, 
you can brag on God too as well in the comments. So if there's anything in that area as we go through the, the categories, if there's anything in that area that you would like and feel comfortable sharing, go ahead and share it in the comments. We would love to read and highlight it up top. Ain't that right, James? You'll do it. Oh, of course, of course, of course. We would love to do that for sure. All right, you want to go first? Ah, right, definitely. Uh, spiritual life. Oof. Like when I tell you, if I was to brag on him for what he's done for me in my spiritual life, I would be talking for forever. Because um, let me be real with you. The me that got saved at five years old is not the same me that is now been in ministry for 15 years, been doing podcasts for a while. I'm totally... I'm totally different. My viewpoint on why I do what I do is totally different. And it's because of the fact of what he has done in my life, where he has surrounded me, where he has covered me and showed me what the reasoning is for me doing what I do. It's not about uplifting my name, but it's all about his name, getting the glory, honor, and the praise. That's what it's about at the end of the day for me. Like, you don't have to know who I am. But what you're going to know is who God is, because anytime you come on here, I'm definitely going to let you know who he is. That's mm -hmm. without a doubt. Mm -hmm. James, you've been saved since what age? I've been saved since I was five. I got saved at five years old. So my question to you is this is not one of the question um, category. I'm you know, just going to ask some question based on what you're saying. So I want you to tell us from, because that's very young, what growth you have seen from age five in your walk with Jesus Christ to the age that you are now. How has that changed for you from five to, me, to now? To me, at five, I hadn't gone through nothing. <laughs> Let me be real. Like, to me, at five, had not really been through any trials or tribulations for real, for real. But to me now, at 34 years old, has been through so many things that only God could have brought me out of. Period. Now, when you say saved, um, is it saved me being your parents that has introduced to who Jesus Christ was? Or do you also mean that you were baptized at five as well? Both. Um, I had been in church my whole life. Let me be real. I grew up as a church kid. Like Sunday mornings, I knew where I was going. Sunday afternoons, I knew where I was going because my dad sang in a quartet group. I knew where I was going. So I had been in church my whole life. Mm -hmm. So at the age of five, I'll never forget it. 1995 at the age of five. Third Sunday in August, I um, went down front. It was during the Sunday school hour, and uh, I passed at the time, said, is there anybody that wants to be saved? I raised my hand, and uh, he walked over there to me. He said, you saying you want to be saved? I said, no, nah, Pastor, I'm telling you I have been saved. I'm just letting the church know it. Right. Got saved at five. Got baptized on the first Sunday in September of 
Oh, Lord. James, how old are you? I'm 34. Oh, you're a grown man. Look at you, y'all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, oh, mm -hmm. Damn, guys. He's 34, ladies. Mm -hmm. No, no. I'm just playing, y'all, because I don't play about my brother. At all. See, don't. See, don't. See, don't. See, um, don't. Go through me first, okay? And he's on a break. He's on a break. He's taking a long, extended break, ladies. He's not entertaining anyone right now. <laughs> all right. Bring it back. So... <laughs> Listen, man, man like, what? Okay, <laughs> what? Listen, my daddy know he can't take the hood out of me. Uh, <laughs> what? Let's be real, because sometimes you know us females, we can be real distracting, and he needs focus right now, y'all. But y'all can be on standby, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what, what's that thing? The one because I'm laughing at you. I'm <laughs> laughing at you. I saw a thumbs up somewhere on the screen. That's so weird. It was white and the thumb went up. I have no idea. Oh, that was I'm cool. laughing at you. Listen, I think that was probably the Holy Spirit that did that. Like, yeah, she needed to do that because James don't open his mouth and say nothing. <clears throat> he does not. So. She is on one. <laughs> she is on one. Y'all caught me on the right day, baby. Okay. All right. Let's save and sanctify it in the name of Jesus. Okay. Bring it back. All right. So. <laughs> with the Holy Ghost. Woo! All right. I had, listen, I had something I haven't had in a while. I had a Jolly Rancher today and it was so small. That's probably why I'm acting like that. Yep. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Look at you. <laughs> but you it was stay like, on me about my diet, but look at you. But I don't, this is not stuff that I have a problem with at all. You know, this is not something I do often at all. Um, But I was going to ask you, right? Were you singing at five? Okay. So here's the funny thing on that. Okay. So. So. Uh, Why you took so long to answer? What you looking at? I'm looking at texts that are coming through my phone, which I'm about to turn off. Why? What they saying? Tell it to us. We want to mm. know. <laughs> mm -mm. Why? Oh, man. James, don't let me put you on blast today. I'm not. No. Uh, so uh, at the age of five, um, okay. I um, started uh, singing uh, background mm -hmm. with uh, my dad's group. Um, I was like a feeling when one of the guys wasn't going to be here, they would bring me in for like part time and I would only sing background. Mm-hmm. And um get out the phone, James. And after that, James, right now. After that, after that. Who hold on? Who right now that is watching the show is texting James? Reveal yourself now before I ask Holy Spirit. Who is it? Who Nobody. is nobody? James, because you're not focused right now. 
you're not focused. What you looking at? I'm looking at you. You you looking but, at uh, you looking at no, a comment? No, I'm not. Why are you but um so the question I have for you was um so you asked how long could I been sinking, right? Yeah. So I started sinking at the age of five. And uh, when I started sinking at five, mm-hmm. I um joined uh, my grandfather and then uh started sinking background for him. It wasn't nothing serious. I just some background for a while. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um some background form for a while. And then after that, um uh, the group ended up there was a couple of guys in the group that ended up leaving. Mm-hmm. And when they left, that brought me in to full time because they needed somebody in there full time, not as part time. Mm-hmm. So I ended up coming in there full time as a member of the group. And uh, I've been in the group since I was five years old and been going strong ever since. So I've been in the group for like, I'm 34 now. Started sinking at five. So 33. I've been in the group August. The fourth Sunday in August will be 29 years that I've been in the group. Which the crazy thing about that is I've been in the group for 29 years and the group been sinking for 50 years. Oh, that's dope. So yeah, and sung in the choir, all that. Okay. Okay, child of God. Do the thing, child of God. Oh, sorry. I was trying to pull something up. <laughs> okay. What's he pulling up? Um, an email I got. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, so your next, so it's your turn. Bargain on God in your spiritual life. Um, let's. Now you're talking about me being on the phone. Yeah, but I'm not talking to no dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Continue. Don't start it, okay. Continue. So bargain on God. You are so distracted. I am not. I'm looking at you. I was and laughing at you. I was looking at you and I'm saying the live er- video. Earlier, you was looking over here. Okay, no, this way. You were looking over here like when you look at the comments. We had yeah, to comment- make sure no comments that came in. Okay. They quiet yeah. tonight? Yeah, they quiet tonight. Are they on this Monday? What's going on? We got about four people on with us tonight. That's it. And y'all don't want to say hi to us. Mm-mm. Who is it? Uh, you got one. It's uh Dana Calhoun saying good to be with you all this Monday. Okay. Hey Dana. How you doing? Hey, 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 how you doing? All right, I see Dawn. Hello, hello, hello. This is this one right here. I've done lives with us. She was actually on Will Talk Monday last weekend. What's she say? 
You said what was the topic last week? Yes. Uh, the topic last week was on uh, the what was it? It was on relationships and it was on uh, men and women like uh, how the traditional relationships is there such thing as a traditional woman now in relationships? Oh. So we had a panel on there and the show was so good that it ended up going two hours and the wow. audience stayed with us. That's good. So glory be to God on that. So spiritual life, it's on you. All right. So, well, my spiritual life, you know, my grandma rest her soul. I got introduced to church and my spiritual walk really if you want to say from my grandma um when i was young from i was a baby she would start bringing me to church and um and at, at that time i was living in jamaica i left jamaica when i was like five going on six or something like that and um the churches in jamaica they're there all day mm. yep. <laughs> Sun up to sundown, and I had to stay there all day with my grandma. Um, but of course, at that age, I really did not know who Jesus Christ was, though I was going to church. Um, you know, as I grew as I grew older, there were different periods of time where I drifted away from going to church, and again, because I did not know, you could sit there. I know you could pray. But I didn't know you can sit there and build a whole relationship, or you had to, I should say, build a whole relationship outside of Sundays um, with the Lord. And my upbringing with my spiritual walk is nothing like yours, Jane. I did some bad things. Um, I strayed away from the Lord. I strayed away from my faith. I strayed away from just going to church at a long period of times. And whenever I will go back to church, it wouldn't be for that long. And let's fast forward until in my twenties, let's just say in my twenties, I was living a life. So in, in this spiritual walking, do we have a category for testimonies? Yeah. That's like the same thing as your spiritual walk. We're going to do that in there. Okay. So, God took the shame away from me. Don't judge me. Judge your mama. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> okay. So around in my 20s, um, I was living in Philly. I was living in Jersey. I was living up north. And I I was straight, I strayed away so bad. And I didn't know, I didn't think that this was a sin. I know that now, but God has delivered me. I went to even a lifestyle of homosexuality. And um and I'm only sharing this with y'all because God gets the glory. Uh, y'all can talk about me all you want and stuff like that. That's my past. I was back in whatever. And so I went into that lifestyle and, um, you know, went on to just doing different things. Even in Philly, in Philly, they all about just doing, I don't know if you know these things called like e-pills or ecstasy pills. Oh, I, used yeah. to, I used to do that a few times. Um you know, with the girl I was talking to at the time, her family did it heavy. So I started doing that. Um, and it's just like in that time, I just knew that God did not want me to do those things because nothing will go right. 
nothing. Thank you, Dawn. Nothing will go right at all. Nothing. My life was chaos. It was chaos. No matter how hard I tried to fix my life, because again, I wasn't talking to God because I didn't know that you could sit there and have a whole relationship and conversation with God. And so <clears throat> my mom, <clears throat> she moved from New Jersey. Her and my sister moved from New Jersey to Florida. And so in the process of them moving there, my mom was like, move with me. Cause you know, if you stay here <clears throat> with your familiar, that's your hometown. That's where I grew up. Uh, I don't see this going good for you. So I ended up staying uh, at when, when I started dealing with the whole homosexuality thing, I was actually getting out of a relationship, an eight year relationship with a male, my high school sweetheart. And um, I'm not going to totally blame him at all because I'm responsible. I take full accountability for my actions. And so with um, just seeing the things that he did, like I, I caught like cheating and things like that, <laughs> like constantly. <laughs> and, you know, I, I did, I said the whole thing. Well, if it's not going to work for a man, I've been with eight years. Maybe I'm not supposed to be with a man. That was not, but the devil, um, because we know that's not of God. And mm -hmm. so, in the process of that, I, I, again, I didn't even really know who Christ was, but I felt like something in me was saying, this is not the life I made out for you. Then eventually I decided to move away and move to where my mom is. And, um, I was supposed to be getting my life together. Um, got back into the homosexuality lifestyle I, for a time period. I wasn't dating no one at all. And, um, it, it just seems like every time I would get into that lifestyle, that's when my life will be a living hell. When I tell you accidents, car accidents after car accidents. And I know that was God trying to get my attention now because accidents that I was supposed to die in, I made it out of. And recently, <clears throat> Recently, you know, spending my time recently with God, he, you know, you have ever had an experience where God takes you on a flashback, like you sit there and you're stuck, <clears throat> takes you on a flashback on your past. And he showed me my last crucial accident. This is when I was dealing with a female, how the car ran, it was raining and I was drinking. I don't drink anymore. Like God just, just cleaned me mm -hmm. out. I was drinking like wasted drunk and I caught myself driving. I was a, a block or two away from my house. It was raining. The lights went out on the street. My car hit the, went on the sidewalk and hit four different trees. And I was awake for the whole thing. The last tree that it hit, I blacked out. When I woke up, they were pulling me from the back because the whole front of the car came like pushed in like all over my whole lap. And so when he, they put me in a, in a row, I woke up and all I can remember seeing was my leg, my right leg hanging. <laughs> I put that back up. I didn't see that. Oh, we God will definitely intervene whenever he doesn't agree. I experienced this too. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, he intervened a lot. And mm -hmm. so... 
in the car in the middle of the road when the, the I looked up and the sheriff's, um, I believe it was the fire department, asking me questions just to make sure I was alert. All I remember seeing first was how my right knee, my right leg was busted open where you can see not to gross y'all out the white part. And I thought that I was going to have, I thought my leg was gone. I I blacked out after that because I can't believe I was seeing that with the blood gushing all over the place. I'm so sorry for this detailed description. No, and good. God brought my to my remembrance. Also, to hey, hey, Jessica. Um. So let before I tell y'all what he flat gave me a flashback of recently. Let me tell y'all the testimony. I did not break. I my leg is still here. The doctors, the doctors, good evening, Fabiana. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> oh, everybody coming on late and stuff. Maybe we should change the time for the show, girl. No, you're not a girl. I'm sorry. That's listen to him. Y'all, she been on one all night. <laughs> okay. So let me tell y'all. I after the doctor did the MRI. First of all, when they saw the picture of the car, they thought that I was dead. The person that was driving that car was dead. They did the MRI. I had no no internal internal bleeding, no nothing. The leg that I thought I lost and was either broken or I wasn't going to be able to use it ever again, <clears throat> I only tore my patella tendon. I had no broken bones. What the patella tendon is, is the, is the tissue or the rubber, rubber part above your kneecap that makes your knee bent and be flexible. Now I had to go through intensive healing and then therapy um, all within like a year and a half. But within that time, because of the injury that it was, though I didn't break any bone in order for me to fully have the, the use of my leg normally, I, it would take really just honestly faith in God and leaning on him for strength because I don't wish that on nobody. The, the recovery was so strong. It was very painful. I had a brace on from my hip down to my ankles um, for almost a year. And once that's taken off your leg then, because your muscles and your ligaments are being used. So my leg was like a spaghetti. It was really just limb. And you can't tell unless I, <clears throat> unless I say my testimony, no one can tell. And that that's just testimony in itself of God. Um, they told me I wouldn't be able to run because I, I ran in school uh, I run now. I can run my three, four, five miles. Um, they try to say I wouldn't be able to wear heels again. I wear heels. I rock my heels and I can run with my heels. Um, <clears throat> so that's just a little bit of my, my spiritual walk with God. But what he brought to my remembrance the other day when I was sitting, how in that accident, when I woke up and I opened my eyes when I was in the middle of the road, it's like I seen an angel, something with all white standing to the left of me. And he brought to my remembrance that that was the angel of the Lord watching over me. Come on. <clears throat> and so I just know that the Lord was calling me for a very long time. Um, I think he probably showed a little bit to James because James wouldn't leave me alone. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't with asking me to do things, to speak and do shows and things like this. And so that's just a little snippet because I can go on and on about stories and things like that. That's one of my car accidents that I got into. Um, God has delivered me from that spirit, that demonic spirit of homosexuality, because that's what it is. 
um, nowhere in the Bible. And this is not <clears throat> to condemn anyone, but it's, I'm speaking from experience because I can't condemn someone when I was there on that other side. But it's <clears throat> when God brings you out of a thing, it's to then help someone to know that the veil can be lifted off of their eyes too for them to know and see that that is not the life that god has mapped out for us and that is a spirit that you really do need to get delivered from and um so yeah i love man um and that's the thing the whole time i was doing i was living that lifestyle i desired a family with a man <laughs> And that was just the craziest thing. So it, that's definitely proof in itself that that was a spirit. That was a demonic spirit that tried to keep me away from my destiny. Um, honestly, uh, now that I'm on the other side with God, he has showed me so many times that the devil himself really tried to take me out because there's purpose in me. And that's a lot of times, a lot of us that go through hell and high waters in our upbringing, in our life is because that destiny that God has for you, you have a purpose and the hell is shaking because once you get a full fulfillment of what your destiny and your purpose is in the Lord for the kingdom of God, you're forced to reckon. So don't let your past deter you from stepping into where God is calling you because God makes a beauty out of mess. Okay. Amen. Um, but yeah, that's a, just a little bit. Cause like I said, I can tell y'all. Okay? But that's how I really got to know who Christ was when that accident happened. It, changed my life drastically. Um, after that, I had some slip ups and, um, because in my deliverance process, you know, the enemy still tries, the enemy still mm -hmm. tries. They're not, the enemy is not going to leave you alone. I just want you to know, and I had to share this with a coworker today because she's like, I'm a child of God. Why, why would someone try me like that? I said, do you feel that you're exempt because you're a child of God? We're not exempt. Actually, the enemy wants to target us, uh, target us even more when we become a child of God. You just have to learn and know how to um, captive those thoughts and those evil, negative thoughts and visions that the enemy tries to test you with, with the word of God. And that's what Jesus did when he was in the, um, he was in the mountains when he was fasting. Jesus said, well, he used the word. Man should not live by bread alone. And because that's because Satan was trying to tempt him with this fast microwave victory um, to have a kingdom. But he chose to wait on God instead. So I feel like I could have avoided a lot if I just waited on God, took the time to um, get to know God more. But I believe that my life happened the way it happened because God needed me to tell someone a story to help someone through what I went through so that they can avoid going through all of the things that I went through. So I went through it for somebody. Amen. There's a scripture that says when you're going through these things, after you make it out, go back and strengthen your brothers. Well, Amen. Jesus was talking to Peter. He said, you know what? If God, if Satan was to have his way, he would have sifted you as if he was weak. Mm -hmm. If he was weak. He said, but I pray for you, son. And after you make it through this situation, after you make it through these tribulations, letting us know that we're going to make it through. Mm -hmm. I want you to go back and strengthen your brothers. Yeah. So after you go back, strengthen those that are with you. Yeah. 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> you next. Mm. Hold on. Yeah, we can. Go to the next one, James. All right. So the next one is our health. No, open doors. <laughs> open doors. Man, when I tell you, since I totally surrendered to God's will and God's plan, the doors that he has opened has been crazy. <clears throat> like, he has not stopped opening doors for me. Mm -hmm. And then he shut some doors, too. <laughs> some doors that I didn't have no business walking into. Mm -hmm. He shut them before I made a mess out of the situation. He said them before I could get too deep in. He's like, you know what? I'm going to set this for you. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. When you fully align with God, um, you don't have to work for the open doors. Mm -hmm. Because scripture says that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto us. He will, he will grant us our heart's desire if we just seek him and put him first. So doing all the works, I, I just I just noticed. Can I answer mine? Yeah, my, go on ahead. I, I just noticed that when I was out in the world, before I was fully serving and devoting my life to God, I felt like a lot of times I was working so hard to make things happen. Now that I have surrendered to God and I have aligned with his will. I, and, and though I pray for my heart's desire, when you are fully aligned with God, he will give you his desires and place it in your heart. Mm. So desiring, Say that again. that's the desire that God has placed in your heart because you've aligned with him. And that's, that's the scripture that says he will give you the desires of your heart because he is within you. His spirit is within you. So he will place that desire and give you that desire. And so I noticed that when I started serving and aligning and partnering up with God to make decisions, to lead me in the way I should go, there's so much treasure. There's so much protection. There's so much instructions. There's so much direction in going in the way where God is sending you. And I don't have to fight. I just literally have to show up. And that's what this my open door testimony. Cause I just had an experience. I can't, God hasn't released me to tell that testimony yet. And when I when I share it, it's gonna be on my YouTube, y'all. It's gonna be on my YouTube. But so y'all make sure y'all subscribe to that. Make sure y'all are subscribed to that. Shameless plug, make sure y'all are subscribed to that YouTube channel because it's gonna bless you. I promise. I promise it is. I'm not going to tell y'all what it is yet because of the obedience of God. I'm not to release exactly what it is yet, but I just want to share this open door. Um, a few, I would say probably December uh, for a year. This is why it's important to wait for God for a year. I've been praying on a particular thing. And if it wasn't for my faith and then while praying, I asked God to bless me with the gift of faith to know that my daddy is going to do what my heart's desire because he placed this desire here. And anything that looks opposite of what I'm praying for, because I know he placed the desire there, is from the enemy. So for a year, I was praying 
this particular thing. December this year came that, that this the, in December that just passed in 23, that thing I was praying for for a year and trusting God for for a year came to pass. And let me tell you, all I had to do was listen for his instruction. Because if God is telling you to do something and you won't hear no instructions after that, it may not be God. It may be you or the enemy. His, his, listen, his blessings, not that you need to do anything, but it will come with instructions. If it's God, it will come with instructions. I can't stress that enough. If it is God, because he's not going to just send you somewhere and leave you in La La Land. He is not the God of confusion or that will lead you or forsake you. So if he's telling you to do something, he will wait for instructions, y'all, so that you won't have to go yanked all the way back and start over. And so he gave me three set of instructions. It took me three attempts within the month of this, within, within that year of 23, right? And in December, when I, it, as the time got closer to when he was going to do this thing for me, I felt the heavy, I felt it. It was a weight of God. And the day when he did it, all I had to do. There's was, that thumb. I see it now. Huh? I see the thumb that she was talking about. All, all I had to do, y'all, literally was show up and the Holy Spirit advocated for me. I mm. didn't have anything. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm telling y'all the truth. Wait till y'all hear this whole testimony. I literally just had to show up. He placed everybody in alignment. My destiny helpers literally was waiting for me. All, they, all he was waiting on you to do was to show up. All he was waiting on you to do was to ask him for help. All I had to do was show up. That's it. And follow his instructions. That's okay. why Obedience is so important in our walk with God. The funny thing about that is the theme for my district last year, with me being the dean, I had picked this thing for them. The theme for them last year was our God will fight for you and you will just hold your peace. Mm -hmm. And that's what God is doing in this season. He's fighting the battle of sports. All we got to do is hold our peace. A lot of times what we mess up is we want to give people a piece of our mind. Mm -hmm. We want to let people know, look, he wronged me. So yeah, whoop de whoop de whoop you ain't bloop, 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 bloop. And guys like, just sit back. Mm -hmm. Just sit back. This ain't your battle to fight. Just sit back. I got you. Yeah. Um it was amazing. I can't, I'm so excited to share it. I can't wait. And let me tell y'all, look, let me tell y'all also. He connects his open doors. Let me mm. tell you, Come on. one open door in December led to another open door. It was connected to another open door, y'all. Okay. I was like, if this ain't my father showing out for his daughter, but obedience is so, because had I not been obedient, this could have been a whole nother way. I can't stress to y'all enough. Anyone that is trusting God for anything, I just have faith and be obedient. Because and, and I know a lot of times when I hear this a lot, when um, you know, we may pray and we'll say, God isn't saying anything, or I can't hear God. A lot of times, if he's not saying anything yet, then he didn't answer you yet. That's an answer.
And a lot of times what we got to remember is the mask, the teacher is always the most quiet during the test. And he's testing you too in that quiet time. Mm -hmm. He's like, I've given you the instructions. All you got to do is walk it out. And sometimes the instructions is to wait on him. Let's be real. Because mm -hmm. that we ain't like easy. We like to rush. We like to go ahead of God because I've done it in the past. I've done it in the past. I'm, I'm becoming a lot better with waiting, but I've done it in the past where I want to be God. Not saying intentionally want to be God, but I want to go fix it. <clears throat> Let me help you out, God. You taking too long. Let me help you out. Right. And then end up making a mess. Mm -hmm. But the is it God can still turn what the enemy meant for bad to good. But who wants to go in in the wrong direction and have to start all over again. You know what I'm saying? Even though God can still fix it, but sometimes you do have to start over. And sometimes you can go into what you feel like is a blessing because you did it and God is not going to get the glory. You're getting the glory. And that thing could cause you hell. Thanks. When you move out of the will of God, I said that to somebody the other day on TikTok. I said, there's so much protection in taking heed to where God tell you to go, to do what God telling you to do, to eat what God tells you to eat. Because we got so many people out here trying to poison somebody in this end times. <laughs> Listen, y'all can't play with it. Don't eat from everybody. Okay. And you got to partner with the Holy Spirit on that too. And it is, it is, it's really just our father protecting us because I've seen, I've seen real people telling real testimony, how witchcraft on them through their food. And it's a friend. Man, when I tell you on um, the Sunday before, but others call Christmas, um, Christmas Eve, as some would call it, um, I was preaching at my old home church. And uh, as I was preaching, I said, um, towards the end of the sermon, I said, I'm grateful that I am in God's, that King Herod was not able to kill King Jesus. Because if King Herod would have killed King Jesus, my protection that I have now would totally be gone. Because mm -hmm. when... I'm so protected now that when the enemy tries to come at me, Jesus already got his arms of protection around me. Right, because you're the apple of his eye. Exactly. God's like, you know what? You ain't even got to sound off on this. Let me handle this. Mm -hmm. Let me fight this for you. Yeah, just calling the angel army. That's it. Right. He's got an army on standby. Play with it, play with it, play with it. <laughs> exactly. Don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. Okay. So what's the next one? Um, uh, the next one was... Health. Uh, yeah, health. <laughs> Man, if I was to... This one knows. I've had so many health scares mm -hmm. where it could have went the other way. And God spared me still. I think the most recent one was uh, last year sometime. Um, I went to the doctor and um, he had felt something that he didn't like. 
when test, I immediately called. I text this one, and I got in contact with some other prayer warriors, and we started tearing Satan's kingdom down. <laughs> you remember the prayer God told me to share with you? Yeah, I remember it. I remember it. And um, literally, the next, so I was told I would get a call on, this was on a Friday. I was told on Tuesday I would get a call. Tuesday came and went, no phone call. Wednesday came and went, no phone call. Thursday, I make a phone call to them. He don't answer. Friday, I make another phone call to him. He don't answer. Monday, I make another phone call to him. Finally get in contact with him. He tells me, I've had this sitting here this whole time. He said, and I've just been looking at him. He said, I can't believe what my eyes are showing me. Uh-huh. He said, I can't believe that you're actually, that I can't find anything wrong. He said, I knew what I thought it was. He said, I was coming up with the treatment plan as we spoke. He said, but it's nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like when I think about that, it's... It messes me up every time because I'm like, okay, God, I see what you did there. He will do it all the time. Yeah, with that faith, there's nothing that's too hard for him. Yeah, he's all. like, he's like, all I needed you to do was switch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you believe, it will happen. And that's the thing, too. And a lot of people have these... Um, these deadly, severe diagnosis. Mm -hmm. um, so I used to work in the medical field for almost, oh, almost ten years, and I've, I've, I, we've dealt with people with colon cancer and things like that. Working in the gastric field, we do colonoscopy, and I used to tell. It's just it blows my mind because I'm just like. In my head, these doctors are freaking them out because it's in their it, it's their job for some of them. They really take their job seriously where they're pushing these medication that really damages your cells. And um, you know, the faith in me and the God in me just is always like thinking to myself, if these people only believe and if they say to God, I want to be healed, and they surrender to God, it can happen. It can definitely happen. A lot of people die because they they accept the diagnosis. They accept that the doctor tells them that they have a month to live. God can turn it around. A lot of people don't know and, and don't really know God as the miracle working God. So they accept these diagnoses and these time frames that they have to live. But just like the doctor, the, doc, the God that created the doctor, we have the God, the great physician. And he has the final say because he created us. And I'm speaking from experience of having something where a man said couldn't be reversed. And he healed me from that. And he said he was going to heal me from it because I said, God, I know that this is not the life you had for me. I know that you have more for me. And God said, I'm going to do it for you. 
And with him saying that though, oh, it came with sacrifices, meaning I had to draw closer to God. I had to um, stop doing certain things. Mm. And that's a part of, you know, yes, God can supernaturally heal us. And he did, because that was something that man said, man, doctors said can't be done, physical human doctors, right? And, um, you know, he gave me a diet plan. He gave me, he told me things to stop eating. And a lot of times the things that we eat is what gives us these diseases. And um, he told me what to, what to drink. He gave me an ingredients of, cause I'm from Jamaica. We drink different herbs and things like, as far as the leaves and things like that. Right. So he gave me an ingredients of certain to put together to drink for a period of time. There I had to fast. I had to fast and I had to make a vow to him in this time. I had to vow to him. I knew he was telling me to stop drinking. I had to vow to God that I would never drink again. I have not drunk since. God, that I would never have sex with another man again until I'm married. So it, you can make vows to God and if you want to look at it as an exchange, but God's going to hold, don't, don't say something that you know that you're not going to hold on to. Mm. It will come back full force. Okay. <laughs> but no, it's just because I was confident to know that I want God and I want these, the pureness and the, the, the healing more than the other things like the liquor, the man, all of that stuff don't matter. All of that stuff did not matter to me. And it still don't, as long as I have my King Jesus, right? And so with him taking me through that process and within almost two years, I went to my primary and the girl was like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. Come on. Like, quiet on the phone. I was like, hello. <laughs> she was like. That sounds like my doctor. He was completely quiet on the phone. She was like, hold on a minute. Um, Like the numbers are gone. I was like, but that the thing is, God told me, he said, I'm going to each year because I had to get a yearly, um, like six months a yearly um, checkup uh, on the numbers. And so um, God told me, he said, I'm going to do it. Every time you get checkup, the numbers will drop, will go down. I remember that. I remember you telling me that. Different one. This something else. This something else, James. What? Yes. This was back in 2019. This other time was like, what, last year or something like that? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, but this is something totally different. And so, um, but let me tell you, what, why that happened was there was an open door. A lot of times, y'all, I want to give y'all a little sneak, like a little cheat, cheat, cheat real quick, a little tip. A lot of times, if you're dealing with any inflammation or infirmity in your body, if it's not what you're eating, there's an open door that the enemy has access to, whether you're committing a, a sin or something like that. Normally, if there's an open door for the enemy to attack your body and attack your health, it's an open door of a sin that is given the enemy authority to attack your body. And I know this because I'm speaking from the teaching and the wisdom and the knowledge of God of studies in these courses and also connecting me with different um people that that preaches this stuff that live through the stuff that has delivered people from these things and so um that recent time james that you were involved that you thought it was i had an open door and i was i'm aware that it was an open door but i didn't know that 
something would attack my body that fast. Mm. Okay. So when you're, yep, when, I remember you telling me uh, the open yep, door, it was an open door. It was. And as soon as God yanked me and took me from that open door of going back to something he delivered me from, I, my body started clean. It started cleaning. Remember the report, the last report you were seeing? Mm-hmm. Drop so, but yeah. So it, it, it on so it's many. It's crazy. It's crazy how sometimes what God will do is he's, we love to talk about the forgiveness of God. We love to talk about the love of God, but we fail to talk about the chastising of God. And what he sometimes has to do is whoop us to get our attention to make us realize, you know what? If you don't stop doing what you're doing, this is what could happen. And and I want to also, I want to kind of, there is that God, but I want to say this because I had to talk to someone about the chest, the, 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 the sicknesses and the attacks that we encounter. Here's the thing. God is our father. He will never purposely, intentionally harm us, him. No, no. And so I said to this young lady, because she's blaming God for the things that has happened to her, being molested, rape, and all these things. And I said to her, so what accountability are you going to take? You have to understand that when you leave, God will always warn. He always tells you that's a red mm. flag. Don't do that. And so I said to her, just like what happened to me, there was warning. There was clear warning. I knew it warning was Warning comes before the disruption. So God is saying to me, when you go out there out of the will of me, you're opening that protection. enemy to attack you. It is not that he is chastising us or he's putting harm upon us. That is not the God we serve. Mm -mm. But we leave from him and now the enemy, we're into the enemy's playground. So oh, he, yeah. You lose that a, covering. You lose that covering that you once had because of the simple fact. Now, here's the thing. The Holy Spirit will never leave you. But because of the simple fact of God being such a God that he is, he gives us that opportunity that, you know what, if you want to think that you're grown and you want to do your own thing, I'm going to give you that opportunity to leave me. You'll be back. And that and that's a part of free will. And, you know, that that open door is a sin. Always knows that. Always know that the open door is a, a thing that we're doing, whether it, it's a little minor sin or not. But if it doesn't align with the will of God, it's a sin. If it's something that gives the enemy now a legal authority to attack you because it's sin, because let's be real, the devil is the God, lowercase g, of sin. So when sin is involved in your life and when sin is open in your life, that's his playground. Facts, you are. You're right so, where he wants you. Let, yeah. So I like to. I, I always try to correct people in that sense because the God I know, the God that's in the Bible. Yes, God is of wrath when you're you're putting another thing above him. When you turn things into idol. When you're being too prideful. Um, like in Baal, like they constantly worshipped in his synagogue, in his temple other gods lighting incense and things like that being blasphemy that's different his wrath he can mm -hmm. tell them 
away from that. Stop doing that. And then he got the Israel, they was doing it with right along with them. But I'm talking about him being a loving father. He will never say, I'm going to cause this disease to come upon you and this health. No, we step out of the will of God. And that's why sin, these things attack us. It's not God doing it to us. It's honestly, it's us doing it to it's us. us doing ourselves. Yeah, I agree with that. Stop blaming God, y'all. Don't be blaming my father. I used to do it too. But don't I be blaming my father. He really be looking out for us. We just yeah. step out of God. I agree with that. We step out of his will and we get in trouble. And uh, we already done talked about this last category, the connections. We already talked about that because God, once you're in his protection and once you're under his covering, he's going to put, once you're in his protection, once you have totally surrendered your will to his, he's going to connect you with the right people that can bless you in more ways than you can even imagine. And like we said, we both can be testimonies to that. Like, it is crazy. Case in point, me and Daisy, the way that we got connected was not the ideal way that I would have liked for us to get connected. Saying that. <laughs> but let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. However, it was the way that God needed us to connect because he took something that could have been a bad situation and he found good in it. And he gave me my wonderful, loving, sweet, caring, but drill sergeant of a big sister. And the reason why I call him my drill sergeant is this right here is my, is my personal trainer. And y'all, this girl don't be playing with me. Child, listen, because James, listen, if you let him slide a little bit, he'll get all the way sliding. And she knows it. That's why God told me to pick her as my personal trainer, because I needed somebody that wasn't even going to give me a little bit of an inch. Listen, talking about backing up with personal trainer and backing up with the health, we talked about healing. Let me tell y'all how God has created a... Uh, a total lifestyle change eating to where I used to be, y'all. I used to be almost three pounds. I used to be you almost lying. James, stop playing. Act like I never told you this before. Y'all. You, you did not tell me 300. You never tell me 300. 180 pounds. Yeah. At, when my car accident happened, remember I told you it was in a brace for a year. I couldn't walk or nothing. So oh, yeah, I sat yeah, yeah. there and I gained all that weight, but I didn't okay. grow up a big girl or nothing. But yes, I'm coming from back. What that was? What 2012 when I got in a car accident? Um, yeah, I got up to almost 200, um, uh, almost 300 pounds, and battled with my weight from that point since then, and then got me a whole meal plan, not no diet, just to completely change my eating. And um, like I said, I grew up being an athlete, doing track and field and stuff like that and running. So me working out was never an issue. I love working out. I love running. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, so to close it out with my connection in my journey with God, I have met different various of people. Some of the people I feel like um, 
was just me meeting, me connecting with being counterfeits because friendships can mm, come out. Um, because I just didn't pay attention to the red flags, y'all. And, but when I fully, like now I fully align with God and, you know, when you pray this prayer, y'all, where James went? I'm here. I'll just put you on the solo layout. Oh, well, you ain't been doing that the whole show. I know. I put you on there. <laughs> Listen, okay. When y'all pray this prayer, God, who isn't for me? Remove them. Get ready. <laughs> get listen. Get within ready. five seconds. Get five ready. seconds. Okay. <laughs> get ready. You're gonna be like, wait a minute, God day. God like you said remove anybody that ain't for you. They gotta they go. Dropping like fly. You hear what I'm saying? But that's the fastest way to get rid of the people that is blocking the ones that God is really sending for you. Honestly. And at first, you know, I was like, well, dang, Lord, what's going on? But I I did not want to fight against what he was doing. Because mm. here I am praying for God to align me with my destiny helpers and my God-ordained friendships, right? And he can't bring that if the wrong ones are in the way. So my takeaway from connections is um, once you fully align with God, he will send you people that heart. And you know how when you're out there in the world, you got these friendships where, and I've had plenty of them, where you can't trust them as far as you can throw them, but y'all supposed to be best friends or friends that they'll sleep with your man behind your back. When you fully align with God and he connects you with friendships, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that at all. So overall, my closing word is choose God. Choose God. Choose God first over the job. Choose God first over the friendship. Choose God first over everything. And because when you choose God, not choosing him for what he can do, y'all, let's start choosing God for who he is because he's good all the time, whether things is going our way or not, because it's always for his protection. So choose God. And when he sees and knows your heart is pure, he will bring all the things that you want. All of it. He'll give you the things you want. And that's it. Man, that is good. Uh, for me, in choosing God, be prepared. Uh, be prepared for everything that comes with it. People that you thought was going to rock with you mm -hmm. aren't always going to be happy. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they're not always going to be happy. Mm -hmm. And uh, you gotta, you gotta be ready for that. Mm -hmm. And you gotta be ready for everything that comes along with that. You gotta be ready for the. Let me see. You gotta be ready for just all of the ups. You gotta be ready for the downs. You gotta be ready for all of that. But one thing that you have to be ready for is. You'll have a guy that is always going to be around for you. He ain't going to leave you. He ain't going to leave you. He ain't going to forsake you. And he's going to walk with you all the way. And uh, we thank y'all for listening to us tonight. We appreciate y'all. And thanks. We didn't have comments. Yeah. Uh, not really. 
Not that much. They was basically saying amen, agreeing with what we were saying. Uh, Fabiana said. Hey, girl, hey. So that's pretty much what we had tonight. But um, if you all have time in your leisure time, I'd invite you to go on over and check out the Real Talk Monday website. We are officially having a website now. We have a YouTube channel now. God is just doing some major things, and we are so grateful, and we are so thrilled at what he is doing in our life, and we just pray that we continue to be used by him. That's mm-hmm. our only ask. So God bless y'all and have a continue to smile upon y'all. As I always say, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments. Meaning sometimes if we look at his bad, God is only turning it around for our good. Stay blessed, be blessed, and be a blessing to someone else. Peace. Bye.